All right. Well, let's get a let's get it going, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Uh, it is a beautiful Sunday morning, sitting in the in the studio. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm kind of a, this. We've been talking about this episode for a long time. For some reason. We decided episode 69 had to be the conspiracy theory episode, although I'm not sure what 69 has to do with conspiracies. I couldn't actually. I actually Googled that. I Googled conspiracy theory 69. <laughs> didn't come up with anything. Came up with a really just, weird porn. No, I, just, I couldn't find anything. It, just, it was just like lists, well, top 100 conspiracies or whatever. Yeah, I just thought that, you know, we've been talking about a conspiracy theory episode for long enough, and it was like, Oh, episode 69's coming up. Might as well do it then. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. It's good as time as any. Um so yeah, we got a we got an interesting uh, episode coming up talking about all sorts of um weird shit. Some we believe, most we don't, you know. Johnson's got his tinfoil hat on yep. if you're watching the video. And if you are if you're not, if you're just listening to the podcast, if you want to watch, um you can go and watch all the videos of this on uh, on YouTube as well on our on our account over there, so Go and check that out. And before I forget, we are also sponsored um, by, first of all, Ballistic Imagery. Um, you can check him out at BallisticImagery.com, but he's also, uh, he does photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. You can take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to some, for something to hang on your walls, like that in the background here, check out BallisticImagery.com and use coupon code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Uh, yeah, he does awesome work. I got I got uh, several photos hanging in my shop of uh, of work that I did that I had him photograph, so... Check out some awesome photos on his website. Uh, we are also sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Check them out at shyworks.com as well as on their Facebook. They're on several other social medias as well. Uh, Gab, Parlor, MeWe. You can go and check those out if you're on those. But um, basically what we do is we take your gun and um, talk to you about what idea you want on it and we turn it into, turn it into your dream gun, whatever you want on there. Anything from, uh, from crazy camos to to having it look like a chainsaw, to putting your favorite beer on there. So also check out shyworks.com. We have mags, back Glock backplates, uh, mag bases, patches, shirts, all sorts of goodies on there. You can use, use coupon code LSLF10 for 10% off your order. So, all right, got that out of the way. How the hell did you guys America this week? Anything? Anything? Um, I dispensed some... Uh ammunition oh that's always nice mm-hmm. would you would what for just you felt like yep needed a, needed a little chub so you had to go shoot some yep fair enough in very rapid semi-automatic fashion oh excellent excellent the old rare or the not you don't have the mm-hmm. rare breed you got the uh wide open trigger or whatever yep did uh, have you heard anything else about that what that lawsuit between rare breed and wide open no the only thing that i've heard is the Rare breed ATF stuff getting dropped, but yeah, it doesn't sound like that's been an. We I think we touched on that in the last, actually on the last gears and beers, yeah. but that doesn't sound like that's an issue at all. That was just a clerical 
yeah. error, and nobody even knows who it was made by, whether it was Rare Breed or the ATF, so yep. who the hell knows. Um, and his, his I'm guessing that it was on Rare Breed's part probably. because he didn't mention anything about the ATF screwing up or right. anything. In his but he was also stuff. very, what's the word, like at the end of it, he was almost... Uh, Almost like excited about it, almost like it was a positive well, yeah, development, said, which was kind of odd, I thought. He said something about we're looking at, you know, we're not looking at this as a negative. We're looking at, you know, as right. an opportunity. And God, it's really hard to take you serious right now. <laughs> you forget you hey, have that tinfoil I just head, am making you? sure that <laughs> I'm not letting the aliens in. I think you got some some uh, some weaknesses. You know, well, you know, a little bit. as long as I've got major coverage, the antenna <laughs> really is the important part, diffuses everything. Uh-huh. Bax, how about you, Mr. America? How'd you, uh, how'd you America this week? I don't really got, I don't, I got nothing. Hmm. Didn't do much. Participated in capitalism. Did you, way. did you dry fire this week? I dry fire every day. Well, there you go. I wander around my house every now and then with my, <laughs> my little BB gun. Yeah. I change, I've changed my grip about 97 times this this year. <laughs> How do you even change it that many times? There's only so many ways you can hold a gun. Tiny just, little movements. My most recent one is uh, just rotating my strong hand about a quarter of an inch to the right. I do that. I do that, too. I need a little change up every now and then yeah. instead of the typical. Just a quarter inch, huh? That's all you need? <laughs> yeah. uh, myself, I uh, well, I did my typical... Working on guns all week, but I also got a, I also got a, uh, one of the new Holliston Ames. Um, I think we talked about that previously on Gears and Beers, and I said I wanted to try it out. So I did some work for a gun shop, and I was like, well, I see you got one of those Ames in stock there. Why don't you just go ahead and send me that instead of paying me? I says, sure. I guess I did buy a new, ordered a new knife and a mag base and, or two mag bases and a flared magwell. You went so that route, huh? Yep. So what's this fast mount system? You it's just taller than every than yes. normal mounts. God, it mm-hmm. looks hideous though. I, I kind of they've grown on me. I thought they were ugly too when I first saw them, but I think they they've grown on me. Hmm. I would really like like the Unity fast risers, but I don't think I own anything with the platforms that they offer, like the mounting. Are they high end? That they offer like Aimpoint type shit or what? It's all like Aimpoint T1 or. Uh, like RMR and what are you like gonna that. put on it? It'll fit. I'm pretty sure it fits the my uh, primary arms. That's oh, yeah, it's the, probably the, an aim, aim, aim point T two, but that's an aim point T two footprint. Five. Yeah, right, right. That's the thing about this aims. It's it's proprietary. Yeah. Ooh, almost first try. <laughs> almost <laughs> proprietary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I like it. I'm gonna. I think I'll do a review on it. It's gonna be a. Uh, I think it's a. I think I'm gonna like it better than any my any of my other optics. So, but hey, speaking of which, this is since this is a not speaking of which, but this is a conspiracy theory episode. So speaking I mean, of a completely unrelated con- thing. of a completely unrelated topic <laughs> at all. On a related note, Albuquerque. <laughs> so, uh, Box and I were talking about it a little bit this morning on, you know, when researching conspiracy theories, how difficult it was to actually find information about the conspiracy theory not things debunking the conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. when you use google and youtube as a resource and that's the majority of what i used um but i totally agree uh that was very hard to find because i know 
there was videos I've watched them all over YouTube about like nine eleven conspiracies and mm-hmm. stuff. Like they they used to be thick all over there, and they've weeded them out. They've just deleted them. Yep. Um, I don't. Th- I frankly don't. I don't think that's a, a theory, Johnson. I think that's pretty much a proven fact at this point. They would probably outright outright say that they're doing that, suppressing that because it's disinformation. Right. Then how do they see? That's the thing that pisses me off. They call themselves a platform, but they're 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 manicuring their content to what they see fit. That's not a fucking platform. Therefore, they should not get the protections afforded to them as a platform. They're yeah. their publisher. Therefore, should be held accountable for the shit on their on their sites. But um, yeah, that was very frustrating. Yes, yeah. like I because what I was looking up, like the JFK assassination and 9-11 and shit like that, like you could not find anything about that except on like Wikipedia. And they would tell you the theories, but then explain it. But this is why this theory is false. Right. So what I, I use DuckDuckGo for everything and it doesn't filter nearly as much of that stuff out as what the regular Google search does. Mm-hmm. It helps and find it. Cause when you're searching conspiracy conspiracy theories, you inevitably need to use the words conspiracy theory in the search. Otherwise, you just get, like you say, a Wikipedia page telling you right. what it is. You know? Right. And so if you're searching conspiracy theory, I think they really knock down the results when you use that terminology in the search. And so using like DuckDuckGo help. That's very fucking frustrating. Yeah. Because even I've, I noticed they even do that like um, during the election. um or the more so the previous election the the six in sixteen like even this was that was a really big thing back then like you'd search for articles negative articles on Hillary Clinton and Couldn't it's like all it. this I mean she's like I mean anybody that knows anything about Hillary knows there's there's a lot of shady shit going on mm-hmm. there like and you go and you can't even find any anything other than oh she's just a wonderful fantastic person it's like mm-hmm. really. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. And that's the thing that's so frustrating is that's 90% of people don't realize that. Like they don't understand what's going on because people are dumb as a box of rocks. So they Google, well, I couldn't find anything negative about him. They must be a fantastic person. Right. Ugh. I, I don't know. It's very, very frustrating. Um, so, but DuckDuckGo is a lot better. I didn't, yeah. I haven't used that. I should start. Yeah. They, they filter a lot less than just standard Google is. It's just like a Google plugin, basically. They have their own browser, too. Yeah. I have, I downloaded their browser onto my phone yesterday, too, because it's more private than Chrome and stuff. And it tells it, like, when you're searching on their... It gives you it gives it, you a grade of what the security of the website that you're using is. Like a few times when I was searching yesterday, they are like, oh, Twitter and Facebook and Google and YouTube were all trying to track you on this, but we didn't let them. And like it was, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. Who knows? I don't know anything about DuckDuckGo. Duck, duck, go. <laughs> but that's what they claim. Yeah. I have, that's what I use for everything. Do they got a widget? Desktops on yeah. my They do have a widget. Phone. Yes. Yeah. Like, like the Google yep. search widget. bar. Widget. Oh, that's a funny word. You're talking about the, like the Google yeah. search bar? Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. That you can't use, you can't, uh, talk to it though. Like you can on the Google one. Mm. No, that's not such a bad thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Which is, I find it handy occasionally, and I use Google like every now and then. I like when I'm walking out of the house or something. I'm like, "Hey, text Moses. text Kendra that I'm on the way." You know, simple shit like that. Or, or the nice thing about the Google is when you ask it a question, it usually responds to you in an answer 
um, form yeah. rather than just a bunch of search Here's results. Here's what we found on the internet. Right. And it'll <laughs> yeah. tell you, generally it'll tell you, um, tell you kind of the answer. But let's dive, let's dive head first into some of these, uh, conspiracy theories. We kind of just took, um, you know, interesting ones, or I kind of took like the, the several, the, the most prominent conspiracy theories, I think, out there. Um, you guys took a little bit different approach. Um, and like I said, some of these, some of these we kind of believe in, or at least I do. Um, others are just completely freaking ridiculous. <laughs> well, should we start, should we start with something light? Like, yeah, a little light reading. Uh, one thing I came, I'm sure some of you have come across this before, and most of you have probably heard of the Mandela effect, and this is kind of, kind of that. But, uh, a lot of us growing up, did you read the Berenstein Bears growing yep. up? Yep. Johnson? It seems everybody on the internet remembers Berenstein Bears being spelled, I think it's, I don't, the first part of the spelling isn't really important, but B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. But looking back now, Everyone realizes that it's spelled S T A I N, and they're like, Baron, "No, Baron no, 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 the no, 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 that ain't fucking right." I remember that it was Baron Steen. Yeah. So everyone, the conspiracy is that one, uh, there's a couple of possibilities that I came across. Was one of them was we have somehow Altered. switched over into yeah. an, a, a parallel universe that's uh, nearly identical, where the spelling is just different. Or there was a time traveler that went back and altered something just enough to change the spelling. Like, <laughs> yeah. you've heard of the butterfly effect. Like, one right. tiny thing gets changed, and then yeah. it affects a lot of other things. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot. I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of other Mandela effect things. But I know, like, um, a lot of it has to do with how you remember things from your childhood. Right. right. So like people around our age and how you remember certain things from your childhood and like, um, like cereals, the names of cereals was, right. was kind of prominent. And it was like, uh, gosh, dang, it was like fruit loops and like just the way the boxes look like you would, okay, was it this or this? And you're like dead set. Yep. It was, this is what the box looked like. Well, no, sorry, this is actually what the box looks like. And you're like, what the hell? And it just all kinds of random little shit like that. And it's like yeah. spellings and, you know. Well, as far as the Berenstein Bears go, and I will say Berenstein until the day I die, just I think and that was actually, we grew up without a TV, so we read tons. Like I read, we had a whole freaking volume, massive thing of, of Berenstein Bear books. Um, so I, and I read a ton of those, Yeah. but I think that probably the reason that is the way that it is, is because it's just Baron Stein, Baron Stein. It's just quick when you're, when you're saying it quickly, Baron Stein, it just, I, yeah. that just sounds better, I think. But I had heard of that one too, but you guys know why they call it the Mandela effect. Uh, no, because, uh, Mandela, um, what's his name? Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. There's a lot of people that thought he died in prison. So when he was released in prison, what year was he released from prison? Um, I'll have to look that up. Um, but when he was released from prison, everybody was like, what the hell? I thought he died in prison. Um, so that's kind of where that, that Mandela effect gets his name. I'm here's here's another one that 
that I I just looked up and I remember seeing this one. And it's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Everybody knows the the scene where Darth Vader tells Luke Skywalker that he's his father, right? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> if somehow you don't know anything about Star Wars, but um what's what's the line that he says? In what part? When he tells him that he's his father. Luke, I'm your father. Nope. What is it? The line is, no, I am your father. He never says Luke. He says, no, I am your father. Really? You killed my father. No, I am your father. Huh. I guess I didn't that's realize another, that. That's another I've one. I've heard that one before, too. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've heard The man, Mandela effect, I think it's been described as, I think they... How they explain it is like a collective misremembering mm-hmm. of something, mm-hmm. which I think is a good way to yeah. Another sum it up. another typical one is the mirror mirror on the wall. Yeah. Who's the fairest of them all? It's actually magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Huh. I wonder how all those things get started. That it's it's right. it's, it's weird that a collective misremembering like that's very strange uh, uh another good one oscar meyer remember the song oscar meyer no nope my baloney has a first name it's no. was it on tv when we were younger i don't know it was like a commercial I yeah it was that's on why the radio too weird. maybe but um i don't know for, any, for anybody curious nelson mandela was released from prison in 1990 um everybody thought he died in prison he did not um yep. and actually people like like this is not part of the theory but People thought that Nelson Mandela was such a great guy. He wasn't such a great fucking guy. He did some horrible, horrible things while he was uh, while he was ruling. But that's not neither here nor there. But um, yeah, you got any any other Mandela effects off the top of your top of your uh, cone thingy uh-huh. you got up not there, Johnson? Really. <laughs> um, basically, they're just the other stuff about the Mandela effect is people the internet. It just allows people to, the internet's effect on it is just it allows people like, hey, I thought this was Luke, I am your father. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. But then they're like, tell them the real line. And it's like, no, no. (laughs) You know, it's just the internet has had an effect on bringing a lot more light to all these Mass misrememberings. Yeah, know? you're probably right. Everything is at our fingertips now, so mm-hmm. it's easier to uh, verify things. Because it used to be when we were kids and we were arguing about something. No, this is the way it is. No, this is the way it is. And you want to, you want to. I'm gonna get onto Encarta and check it. Right? Who <laughs> Encarta? I forgot that. Wasn't that like an? You had to. It's like an online yeah, encyclopedia. It wasn't online. You had to download. You had to install it. You had oh, to yeah, yeah, CD yeah. or CD yeah, ROMs. It was like and a shit. disc. Yeah. 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 Oh, the good old days. I just had a uh entire bookshelf in our basement that had we had, we had those too. <laughs> the yeah. box set of encyclopedias. Yeah, those things know. were not cheap. I, I can't remember no, how much mom not. and dad pay for those, but were but they what color were yours? Red. Were they? Was Br- See, Britannica or Britannica? Britannica or, yeah. yeah. We had the we're. we had the blue ones. I don't remember if those were Britannica or not, but but the shitty thing about those is, is it was they were published in like I don't know ninety ninety five or whatever. So yeah. Obviously, they don't have anything after that. So anymore, they're not like, you know, they're pretty much, they're still nice to have in your house, I guess, for, you know, and that, and that's one thing like me and the, me and the girlfriend are trying to get better at is keeping, like getting books, like actual hard copy shit. 
because you know, say you're in a situation, the internet's down. We're f- idiots, dude. Like we're this is probably the stupidest generation. Like we think we're so slick and so smart because we can just, hey Google, what's this? And it'll yeah. tell us how to do everything, and the answer is everything. We're dumb as a post without without Google. You know, that's. Yeah. <laughs> It's unfortunate, but um, have you guys heard of these uh, these lizard people? Yeah, I think you need this for this part. These these lizard people <laughs> conspiracies. Because this is this is where things get really wild. Like, yeah, but but you guys have you guys heard of this before? Yeah, this is not the first time hearing of it. I assume. So there's theories out there um, that that mankind is. Um, uh, there's there's lizard people hiding among us, and like a lot of them are supposedly like our rulers and things. Um, and so I look- are these lizard people technically like aliens? Or are they from another planet? Yeah, or- they're from the constellation like Draco or some shit like that. Um, okay. They came here, and they some people some some humans are actually lizard people. They just took the form of humankind. And other people are just controlled by them. Um, and there's 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 a massive majority of people that that believe this. Like there was a survey done. A majority of people. A I don't know. Not, not a, majority, a majority of people. Not a, a majority. A massive amount of people. There okay. was like it was four percent of people actively believe that there are lizard people among us, and another like seven percent aren't sure. A massive majority, four percent. Well, that's not what I. That's not what I misspoke. You guys know I misspoke. Yeah. Speak all the time, but still, that's a that's a good amount of fucking people. That's millions and millions of people that literally believe there are lizard people among us. And part of this theory, why this, I don't know how the hell it got started. It was what percentage um, of that four percent of people live in trailer parks? Probably a lot of them, <laughs> and or psych units. <laughs> Uh, it says, uh, lizard people are cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shape-shift in the human form. They're cold-blooded, too? <clears throat> That's oh, what it says. No. And one thing, one... Um, Couldn't we identify them with thermal optics, then? <laughs> they also have very low blood pressure. Um, <laughs> according to David Ick, a New Age philosopher and one of the prominent theorists in the, in the lizard people game, these creatures have had their claws in humankind since ancient times, and world leaders like Cl- Queen Elizabeth, George Bush, the Clintons, and Bob Hope are all lizard people. I just want you to know that if it's 4% of the entire Earth's population, that's 280 million people. Well, this was, I think this um, was just Americans, but I would okay. assume that it would be similar um, among other Western countries, at least, yeah. you know, that are similar, have similar access to stuff. But another thing that people... The reason people believe this, if you look at like, if you look at um, like the presidents, like, did you guys know Barack Obama? He wasn't just some random ass dude. He's actually related distantly to like seven or eight other other presidents. <laughs> did you guys know that? Well, I know I've read some into how like. A vast majority of all presidents have been related somehow. Which seems very, very odd in and of itself, doesn't it yeah, not? Because like, yeah. you think, like, Barack Obama was just some random dude from Chicago, essentially. Like, that's how we knew him as. He wasn't, right. he, he wasn't brought up in money, and actually, I firmly believe that he was not born in the United States of America either. Yeah, there's, so. there's, there's, and that's another conspiracy theory of itself, but there's very strong evidence that 
that points that way. Um, but either way, he wasn't just some random dude if he's related distantly to this many presidents. Right. So that was that's why another reason why people think feel this way is because lizard people are generally you know in power. Um, you know, Queen. They they believe some people believe the royal fram- family of England are are lizard people. Um, <laughs> stuff like this. Um, and so I mean, obviously it's a stupid belief, but I can see. It does seem odd that so many presidents are related and shit like that. You know, stuff like that. Does it? Yeah, I guess. And there's also, is there any evidence of any of this reptilian overlord stuff? Um, yes, to a certain extent. Well, not like true evidence, like hard, not like hard concrete, like evidence. Bigfoot evidence. No, like there are. Like I was watching just a little bit ago. I was watching a YouTube video. Um, about there was there's a lot of news articles no thank you there's a lot of news articles that are not articles excuse me news segments where the 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 anchors it looks like their faces start shifting and stuff and it looks like they have scales and everything and it's very strange because it's just their face that that's happening to it's not like the background or their shirt or anything it's just People are good at Photoshop. Well, possibly. Otherwise, there there was interference in the in the station, and that's what caused it. But that's yeah. A lot of these are just like cell phone videos of right. TVs. Like they're not like you know um, rec- actual recordings yeah. of it or whatnot. Um, so that's that's why. And Box mentioned too, Justin Bieber. There's a video of him, and I did not watch that when I saw it. Um, in my research, but of him blinking instead of up and down like yeah, humans the do, eyelids the blink. eyelids go, they were going yeah. sideways. Like, you know, he was coming out of his shape shifting a little bit too much or whatnot. Yeah. There's been a lot of videos of <sighs> Mark Zuckerberg and there's a He's lot, a freak. and there was a lot of people who believe that Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard person. I believe it too. To be honest with you, have you seen that fucker? <laughs> yeah. He, he is not a, normal. He is a weird looking dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see him anywhere cold? Have you no, ever seen him? I don't really follow old Zuck very much. Yeah, I don't either. I'm just trying to think of if you've ever seen a video of like him in a parka out in the snow. Because if they're cold-blooded, they wouldn't want to be mm. somewhere cold. I imagine. Let's uh, let's uh, give the benefit of the, the doubt to this this theory here. Let's say Zuck is a reptilian overlord person i'm imagining he's pretty low on the power chain and in the reptile world he's like the uh the black cat or the the outcast the black sheep trying to yeah the black sheep trying to claw his way up there be like respect me (laughs) i mean i don't know he's pretty powerful like he i think he's one of the most powerful influential people in the world right now oh when it comes to People, but I'm talking in the reptilian, the lizard world. Shut up, Zaki. None of the lizards respect you. Go sit in the corner, him. you dumbass. Uh, Beady eyed son of a bitch. Go put some more sunscreen on, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> even in the lizard world, people think he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> um, there's also there's a few of person or a few traits of lizard people that you can look out for that might tell you that they're a lizard oh, person. God. Forked tongue. Green eyes. <laughs> good eyesight or hearing. Having red hair. A sense of not belonging to the human race. Unexplained scars in the body. Love of space. And low blood low blood pressure. 
Um, also, one thing, point physical features like having a smile where the bottom teeth show, eyes that change change size. Gee, no shit. Or, or eyes with abnormally sized pupils as poten- potential lizard person traits. <laughs> Wow. Uh, interesting. I wonder how they come up with these. Like, did they take a lizard person and study it? And survey, like, these are yeah. the traits. Hey, lizard people, we need you to take a survey. <laughs> a random survey of a thousand lizard people. <laughs> oh, what do lizard people want? World domination. Yep. Uh, what are, where do lizard people come from? Uh, the constellation Draco. Those, there are some theories that they come from uh, other systems like Sirius and, and Orion as well. Basically, they're aliens. No shit. Uh, Basically, they're aliens. <laughs> so that's, uh, I mean, obviously that's ridiculous. Um, but if somebody told me that Zuckerberg was, I mean, I would, I would partially probably believe it because he's a real freak. <laughs> Very strange individual. Yeah, uh, I don't know. God, the video, like, remember his hearing with, uh, like, in front of Congress or whatever. Yeah. He's sitting on just a couple encyclopedias. He's just a. F- the look on his face is almost yeah. scary. But it, like he didn't used to look like that. Like back when he first invented Facebook, like he didn't look like a total freak. He probably wasn't. What a, happened? To oh, him? he's a lizard person. He was probably a real person at first, and then and that then guy it, got murdered, and a lizard person took his place. You're probably right. Mm, there you go. Yeah, that's a new new conspiracy right there. But am I wrong? He looked like a normal, half-assed normal person. Yeah. Like, and now he's like, maybe he's like pulling a, a Michael Jackson, and he don't like how he's looking, so he's. Well, I can't blame him for that. <laughs> <laughs> he's really failing hard. <laughs> Just the palest, awkward. Just the weirdest looking son of a bitch you ever seen. Like whenever I feel yeah. bad about myself, he does have. Big I look at old buggy, Zuck. He does have big buggy fucking eyes, but he's like one of the palest people you ever see. And he's just so socially awkward too. Why do yeah. you suppose that is? Like you think he's just so rich that he's like, just like devoid of human contact anymore? Because I, I know he said he likes doing his meetings virtual now and and all yeah. this shit. Um. Well, and like, what was the other one that I saw? There was a picture or like a video of him that I saw that made me laugh. That was something about him being a lizard person. It's like, what do humans put on their shelves? Ah, oh, barbecue sauce. I don't, he was like in his <laughs> office and it was like a bookshelf behind him with stuff on it. And there was just a bottle of barbecue sauce sitting up on the shelf in the <laughs> middle of like his office. Um. It was like, what do well, humans put did on you their see shelves? that video about him? He's barbecue tr- sauce. Yep, looks and I good. think I think he's trying to. to I forgot I was wearing this. I think he's <laughs> trying to appear more um, likable and shit. So yeah. that's why he does those videos like that, like the riding the the that electric weight uh, yeah. surfboard and the spear throwing, smoking meats. Yeah, I'm, I've I've really got into smoking meats. Like, who says that? Like, smoking meats. Like, and he yeah. said smoking meats like 14 times. Right. And like four in sentences. Minute, yeah. It's like, like what the video. hell's wrong with you, dude? You're not coming across as normal. Like, go yeah. down to your, the, your neighborhood buddy that is also into smoking meats and he's going to tell you to get the hell out of here, you freak. <laughs> he's probably going to stab you with his fucking <laughs> meat fork. Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah. So. I I partially believe it. Um, Zuckerberg is probably a lizard person. Yeah, valid point. I mean, I th- I think he could very well be a lizard person. Box. All right, good talk. If someone was a lizard person, it would be Zuck. Yeah, I'll say that definitely, definitely. I would I would agree. This is almost as ridiculous as your guys' theory that you uh 
you did a bunch of research into. What, what exactly? I don't know. Is that there one? may be more evidence to this than there is lizard people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Of course, that. I think that this is a box. You just wear throw that on the table. <laughs> box ain't gonna wear that. You gotta wear it, box. You gotta wear it. It's, it's so stupid. You're stupid. I think that that's this... not the argument. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is a longer running theory. Than the lizard oh, people yeah. thing is. So you guys have heard of flat Earth, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Another theory that's been around—that's not a theory. That's true. Another theory that's been around is hollow Earth theory. This theory started long ago, actually, uh, with the astronomer Edmund Halley. You might recognize that name. Uh, you know Halley's comet. That's yep. it's that dude. So in 1692, like he was curious about. Uh, True North and the magnetic north and the, and the difference between them and stuff. So he, he spent years and years studying this and he, he, uh, traveled the world a bunch, taking different measurements on this. And if you don't know, like true north is the axis on which the earth spins and it's always in the same spot, but geo, the, the magnetic north, it kind of sways back and forth every now and then the magnetic field alters back and forth a little bit and it's not always in the same spot it's not exactly true north so he was studying that and he came to the conclusion that well magnetic north is uh unpredictable so there's got to be a reason why and he came up with the hypothesis that there's got to be something in the earth move it moving altering that which he's not wrong there but his thought was that there was Three different layers, three, three floors, concentric yeah. uh, spheres inside the Earth spinning independently on the same axis, but they all had slightly different magnetic fields. Yeah, they and mass, that's what yeah. did it. And that's kind of where that's where this whole Hollow Earth thing started. But then we come up there. I mean, there's been all other other events throughout the years between then and and uh, this next thing. But then in 1947, there was an Admiral Richard Byrd conducting a uh, exhibition, or a mission, rather. He was in the Navy. He received the Medal of Honor for this, too, I think, actually. Uh, There was an exhibition down in Antarctica to get this. Exhibition or expedition? Yeah, that. The (laughs) second one. (laughs) Exhibition is like, I thought that didn't sound right. No, it was an exhibition, an <laughs> exhibition match, <laughs> just to, just a <to> practice. <laughs> but there was this expedition down to Antarctica to get this to to establish the research base, Little America Four, mm-hmm. called Operation High Jump. And on this this mission, he went out flying, and they had like really mm. highly like. Um, they had really fancy aircraft, right? That they were. I like, never did find the aircraft that they were using. So, from what I read, that they were using like really high end technology for the time, as far as like sonar and radar readings and stuff off the aircraft that they were using. But yeah. So, also from those flights where they were doing their explorations down there, he supposedly kept. A secret diary in his in his flight log, like aside from his official flight log, and I I have his flight log here. I don't know how much of it I should actually read, <laughs> <laughs> but 
and I have my own thoughts on on this log itself. I'll, I'll I'll read. Reading it makes him sound like a wackadoodle. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Why? What's the cliff I'll, notes? I'll. I can't give you the cliff notes. Yeah. I can't think on the run there. It's Are you shitting to, me? It's hard to. I'm already stuttering my way thing. through this, and I spent all day studying. <laughs> But okay, we'll we'll start at at nine fifteen zero nine fifteen hours in the distance is what appears to be be mountains nine forty nine twenty nine minutes elapsed flight time from the first sighting the mountains mountains it is no illusion there are mountains and consisting of a small range that I have never seen before nine fifty five altitude change to twenty nine fifty feet encountering strong turbulence again one thousand hours we are crossing over the the small mountain range and still proceeding toward proceeding northward as best as can be ascertained between the mountain range is what appears to be a valley with a small river or stream running through the center portion there should be no green valley below something is definitely wrong and abnormal here we should be over ice and snow he's flying over antarctica yes or this this was i think about 100 like the south pole yes from what i you asking where Antarctica is? No, I was making sure that it wasn't the Arctic, <laughs> Antarctic, Antarctic. I was just making sure that I wasn't. Yes. Yeah. From other things I saw, this supposedly is like 150 miles west of the, of the South Pole, directly west of the South Pole. Uh, 10.30, encountering more rolling green hills now. The external temperature indicates 74 degrees Fahrenheit, continuing on our heading. Countryside below is more level at 11.30. If I may use that word, ahead we spot what seems to be a city. This is impossible. Aircraft seems light and oddly buoyant. The controls refuse to respond. My God. Off our port and starboard wings are a strange type of aircraft. They are closing rapidly alongside. They are disc-shaped and have a radiant quality to them. They are close enough now to see the markings on them. It is a type of swastika. This is fantastic. Where are we? What has happened? I tug at the controls again. They will not respond. We are caught in an invisible vice grip of some type. And it goes on where they get, obviously, they get pulled into what you would describe as like a tractor beam to this underground Mm, place. And they get greeted by these 12 foot tall humanoids, or I think they actually even called them humans. And they were like, uh, they knew his name and stuff. And they're like, you're welcome here because you're uh, well known and respected on, on, on the, earth level or whatever the outer earth level and they took him in and they talked to him he and he has more too about their entire fucking conversation later in the log that he wrote from memory about his conversation with with the master about them warning that uh we shouldn't have used nuclear bombs and stuff like that and we've the humans have come across power that we shouldn't be able to have and they're here to like save us and they they were like we've never um got involved with any of your wars before but now we feel like we have to because you're gonna blow the whole fucking world up yeah. but it's... so he was he was on a essentially he was on on a expedition in antarctica and got pulled into this mm-hmm. hole and that's where he found these giant people yeah yes correct. so what 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 reason would he have to make that up? Well, the, the this actually from the secret diary, supposedly, I mean, it says that he gave all this information to the to the government, which I would imagine they would keep a diary like this. I don't maybe this was especially his super secret one that they you never told anyone about. 
but he like went to the government and the Pentagon and debriefed them all on this and everyone knew about it. But then years later he ended up dying and then his son published this. So my thinking was his son was like, hmm, I'm going to write some total bullshit about this and try and get famous and rich off of this. Hmm. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that if he turned in, which we know he turned in information to the government after this, easy now, after this exhibition. <laughs> Expedition. Expedition. <laughs> Uh, after this expedition, he turned in all this stuff to the government, and I don't think there would have been something like that that he would have just said, no, nah, I'm not going to give that to them. You know, like that's, I don't know. Well, at the at the beginning, at the very beginning of his diary, it says, I must write this diary in secrecy and obscurity. It concerns my Arctic flight of the 19th day of February in the year of so-and-so. There comes the time when the rationality of men must fade into insignificance and one must accept the inevitability of the truth. I am not at liberty to, to disclose the following doc documentation at this writing. Perhaps it shall never see the light of public scrutiny, but I must do my duty and record here for all to read one day. Yeah. Hmm. there's uh, And it's funny that it says there was a swastika on the circular craft that was flying beside them. Because the Germans, the Nazis, had a very, uh, they had a large interest in what the inner earth known as Agartha or, oh, what was their other name for There was several different names, Agarthia or Agarla or um, random shit. But they're, so they were very interested in this inner earth. Um, they were, of course... The Germans were very interested in a lot of the occult believings and strange, you know, supernatural powers and all kinds of weird shit mm -hmm. during World War II. They were big into that. Heinrich Himmler was um, very, very interested in the occult and, like, um, obtaining, like, the Holy Grail and the um, spear that they used to actually stab the side of Jesus with and all this stuff. And he believed that he would obtain these supernatural powers if he was in mm -hmm. possession of them and all kinds of stuff. And they spent tons of resources actually on archeological digs and searching for this stuff during world war two, that they could have been using those resources to fight the war, but they were actually taking a lot of manpower and stuff to do this archeological stuff because it was very important to them. Um, there's more, reports about um antarctica and the entrance to the inner earth um being under the ice and stuff in antarctica and there was like u-boat um there was like maps and stuff that had been discovered and like uh they were mapping it with u-boats and there was actually a letter sent i don't remember how that all went down, but there was one guy who sent a letter back and said that he was, they had, it was very difficult to maneuver the U-boat through like these channels because you had to like do a bunch of turns and curves and stuff to get through these channels. And he said that he didn't want to return because he was, you know, they had reached this inner world and he wouldn't be returning and 
so the the Germans had apparently found this entrance to the inner earth into Agartha and they were you know, they were moving people there and that's actually another theory is that that's where Hitler escaped to. Yeah. Is that he, he escaped to Argentina and then he made his way and down then he to made his way to Antarctica and moved to the inner earth. That was and one of the things I found found uh, interesting was this is, people have always or a lot of them the believers or whatever describe this place as a land of superior beings mm -hmm. and guess how the Nazis describe themselves yeah the superior so, race so there's we go underground and yeah. this wonderful utopia but it's full of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there was, there was a lot that kind of reflected that too. And, um, in a lot of the research that I did about the, all these weird beliefs that the, that the Nazis had during World War II is they, one of the major things that kept coming up was, well, the Germans just portrayed all of the supernatural and all of this stuff and kept all these people searching for all of it because it gave them something to believe that they were truly the superior race because like, Oh, we're going to, you know, we're the superior race. We're meant to have this, you know, we're going to have this special technology and all these supernatural powers because we are of the Aryan race. And this is the true race of the earth and all this stuff. So they were like, they wanted to go search for this stuff because they truly believed that they were, the superior race and this was their destiny to have you know mm -hmm. to uncover all of this stuff and mm -hmm. so it's just a way for the nazis to keep their party believing that they truly were the superior race and they were the master race of the earth and all this stuff it was kind of it was just kind of like a mind game for them to keep the people keep people believing in nazism and how they were the superior race hmm there is a short little bit here that I found that actually describes what the hollow earth or the inside world is supposed to be like. It says, what is our hollow earth like? It is a terrestrial paradise mm -hmm. where the or original Garden of Eden is located today, where the lost tribes of Israel live, where the political kingdom of God is located, where the lost Viking colon colonies of Greenland migrated to where vanquished Germans escaped to after World War II, where flying saucers come from, where people live to be hundreds of years old in perfect health, where peace and prosperity exists for everyone, where real-life Jurassic Park exists with exotic animals, and where heaven is located. In parentheses, the inner sun. So, heaven is full of Nazis and dinosaurs? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but they... Yeah, there's... And there's, I know you say that this goes back to um, Haley, but I've heard a lot from prior to that. Like There could be. That was just the earliest that I found. Um, like a lot of Buddhist monks believe in this um, inner earth, this hollow earth. And they're like Tibet. There's a lot of things that say there are entrances to the inner earth in Tibet and like in the Himalayas and stuff. And there are certain like, Sherpas, uh, for people who are climbing Mount Everest, that there's entrances in the Himalayas and near Mount Everest. And, like, if you go, you know, there's reasons that some of these uh, Sherpas will not let you go certain ways and, like, look over certain cliffs and stuff is because there are entrances. And there's, like, a lot in the, like, Buddhist culture and, like, in Tibet and all that stuff about 
the inner earth and giants. And that was one thing that is very common through anything you look at for this inner earth thing is that there are giants in the inner earth. That's like a, I think that's kind of like a very common theme about all any, you know, cause there's like the Germans, the Tibetans, there's all kinds of different hollow earth theories. And there's some that say it's full of water. There's some that say there's a central, there's an inner sun in the earth, which that I don't understand. Like, is there a completely technically what, what happens to gravity on the inner earth? Right. But technically couldn't there be, if there's a, if how we describe our earth as being a molten hot lava rock inside, you know, like it's all just molten, everything inside the earth technically couldn't people believe that's a sun. I don't know like, what you mean. Like if it's just a big ball of lava in there. Yeah. I mean, that could so does be, that, I mean, from the way I saw it, it emits, from some, uh, illustrations that I saw was like the entire inside of the, of the earth was hollow. Hollow. Yeah. So if it were like that and the sun was in the center of it, so it'd be like we're standing, they're inverted earth really. So they'd yeah. be on the other side standing like their feet would be to our feet. Yep. They're on the other side of the earth's crust. So wouldn't it always be daytime down there? Right. There would be no night. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It, there's a lot of interesting reading to be done on the Hollow Earth thing. There's a lot of different avenues you could take to look for it too, and it's. I, I, I enjoyed reading about it. It was pretty cool. So what's your what's your aside from the conspiracy theories? What's your thoughts on it? Do you think there's some sort of underground? No. In any in any in any form, no. I'm not saying like it's hollow, but do you think there's? Like I believe any... there are. I believe there are. Um, very large caverns in certain places under the earth. I don't believe that it's an all interconnected. The whole world is connected to this underground tunnel system. No. Right. Um, I watched a uh, uh YouTube video about. Um, nuclear, I think it was like a nuclear drill that somebody thought the government might have. Mm -hmm. And you can drill, but it essentially melts everything. So you don't have copious amounts of material when you're drilling that you have to get out of the way. Get out of the way. It essentially just melts everything and drills right through it. Stuff still got to go places though. Yeah, to a certain extent. And, And there was some, but it wasn't like, um, massive copious amounts of um of debris and stuff I suppose once you get down to bedrock could you just melt that shit out to the walls of so essentially what it was when they hole. drilled through there um <clears throat> like it was it formed an outer shell like a melted mm-hmm. glass you know outer shell um and that was one way that uh, i think I think the government, there's a lot of underground facilities that we're completely clueless, clueless about. Oh, yeah. um, you mean like under the Denver airport? Right. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy That's theories. another good conspiracy theory. It is. Look up, if you're interested in, in conspiracy theories, look up the Denver airport. There's yeah. all sorts of crazy. Um, and he, I was just in that airport a while, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And like even the, the artwork and the stuff is like super 
Numinati type yeah. weird ass. It's all New World Order. And there's one, I don't remember what the placard says. What does the placard say? I don't recall. It was called like New World Air something, and it's like this plaque that's on the wall, like a cornerstone type thing. It's very, uh, what did they describe it as? Masonic. Mm-hmm. All the artwork and like shit is like very Masonic and Illuminati right. and yeah. Um, and one thing you mentioned was the reason why the the Nazis were doing this was to give everybody a thing to believe, like mm-hmm. you know. But I wonder too, like what, like how much shit that we actually believe as like just Americans mm-hmm. that is just total and absolute bunk, just for us to you know, yeah, just to, just to keep us occupied, you know, sleight of hand. We're doing this while we're telling you this, you know. Yeah. type of shit it'll be interesting to and, and granted we'll, we'll never un, you will never know that shit but, right um like more and more stuff does come to light every year but you know we'll never know the, the ultimate truth of it but it'd be cool like you know you die and then like you get to hang out with god for a week or something and talk hey man like what's what's going on with this shit like what's what's the deal here and he <laughs> yeah. ex- explained you like the truth like, oh hey am i inside crazy. am i inside the earth right now are we <laughs> what right. do you call this place? Agartha by chance? No. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's I obviously the theories are crazy, but like I wonder too, like how much I read an interesting uh quote the other uh, in researching all this stuff. And it was like all these crazy conspiracy theories and you you know, you think some of this stuff is absolutely asinine and you wonder how anybody could come up with any of these theories and it's like it all has to start somewhere like it all you know there has to be something there has to have been something that happened to make people believe this way right like to to start this story even and it's it's funny i won't mention it now but i just watched the video I, i looked into the jfk assassinations a little bit um, and there's one aspect of it, and I, like I said, I won't mention it right now, but there's one aspect of it. Except gonna, I will right now. No. I'm not mentioning, but I'm going to keep talking about it. Because I, <laughs> I want to talk about JFK in a little bit. There's, it's a very, very strange, like, if you look at that, <clears throat> that piece of evidence, you're like, there's literally no reason for this except it was some, yeah. some very weird, um, just strange part of the conspiracy. Like, this yeah. has to be part of it. Yeah. But then when the truth is actually revealed, like why, like you couldn't, you couldn't think of any reason why it'd be that way. But then when you talk to the, that person and well, this is why I did it. And it's like, well, shit, that's the very yeah. reasonable explanation for this. And it's like, well, damn it. Now all my theories are shot to hell, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, but it is very weird. Like who the hell thought of this inner earth thing? Like, like well, we're, in, that's in, very in researching that, like when I say the, you know, in Tibet, um, there was some stuff that I read that basically said these were stories of, you know, um, there were stories of these giant people who would come and go, um, out of the ground. And these stories were told, you know, over and over as, as generations went on until there was a way to record history, basically until they had means of writing and, keeping history it was all just stories told generation after generation and, and like the telephone game yeah shit yeah. um morphs into uh yeah yeah the story changes from when it started to 
Did you know there there actually was a giant some like giant um um skeletons that have been that were oh, yeah. actually were found like these fuckers are big. Um I'm I'm trying to pull it up here. Um but they're freaking like like oh if you want to if you want freaking ginormous. Man. Yeah, if that's you know, if you're into conspiracy theories, the the Denver airport's a good one and giants. Just looking at giants. Dude, there's so many conspiracy theories that tie back to giants tons of them right tons and tons of conspiracy theories tie back to there being giants on this planet yeah and there's like if you just google giant skeleton found there's tons of pictures here like yeah. this this uh, if that's a true photo like this you fuckers are huge like, <laughs> i mean not like 12 foot tall we're talking like big even bigger than that you know and who knows that the i'm sure there were actual legit people found that were like, you know, 10 feet tall or whatever. I'm sure in the history of the world, there's been some 10 foot tall dude. Like, yeah. What is the tallest alive right now? Like seven, I have no 11 idea. or some shit like that. I have no idea. Seven eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I show you? He my... also works at a seven eleven. Weirdest thing. Did I show you my seven, six, two shirt? I designed uh-uh. that was pretty sweet. Um, but anyways, it is, uh, the tallest person. It was eight eleven? Holy, nineteen forty. Eight eleven? No one is Alton Giant in the Giant of Illinois. I thought you were going to say Alton John. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so he wouldn't even fit inside our house. Like eight right. eleven, like uh, he'd be comfortable in here. Well, yeah, but still, <laughs> he could probably touch the damn ceiling. He um, jumped sure. a little bit. That's just just insane. Just yeah. insane. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Well, let's keep on moving on a little bit, though. Johnson, there's this Project Northwoods. You want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, so let's do that. You know, we get into the whole uh, <laughs> the hollow the hollow earth thing, and um, you know, the Germans, and I think a lot of conspiracy theories that people think of now um, tend to deal with the government, the government, big government. Right. And people think that, uh, you know, they, they, people talk about false flags and, um, you know, the shadow, shadow government. And yeah, there's, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about the government. Like the CIA invented the term conspiracy theory in 1950s. Yeah. So there's, Hmm, why would they do that? Right. So there's, The CIA has a lot of shadiness attached to it. Always has, always will. Um, but in 1962, there was um, a thing called Project Northwoods. Um, I'm sure you guys have all heard of like MK Ultra, and you know, but Project Northwoods is something that um, it started in 1962, and it was actually didn't come about with the CIA. Um, the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the Kennedy administration wrote up this plan that the CIA, so in, in 62, this is about the time that Fidel Castro took over control of Cuba and be, it became communist, right? And um, as the United States, we don't like communism, so we were not okay with Fidel Castro taking over Cuba and it becoming a communist nation. And 
the Joint Chiefs of Staff basically wrote up this plan that the CIA would carry out some false flag events, um, you know, terroristic activities disguised as the Cubans and communists from Cuba doing this, um, like throughout Miami and Florida and even Washington, D.C., um, that would basically give us a reason to invade and, and Cuba and remove Fidel Castro from power. Mm-hmm. This actually, this plan written by the chiefs of staff went to the Department of Justice and they p- approved it. And Kennedy was the one, President Kennedy was the one who, pun intended, shot this down. <laughs> That's horrible, dude. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like this was kind of to me and and it's not really necessarily a, a theory because they have declassified documents of their plans and this is, you know, right. the original plan that was written down and submitted to the Department of Justice and yeah, it was basically they the CIA was going to carry out terrorist attacks on American citizens and on American soil to say that it was Cuba and we need to invade them to get the people to to get the populace of the United States to approve of us going to Cuba and removing <coughs> Fidel Castro. Yeah. So I mean that's that's a very real thing that our government has attempted before. And yeah, and that's not a, like Johnson mentioned, that's not a theory. That's, that's not a theory. That's, that's, a, a, that's a real that's a real factual evidence. Yes, that what is they a were real thing that happened. Yeah. So, which could lead into theory, theoretically, uh, why JFK was shot. Yeah. So, guys, do more research on Project Northwoods. If you hate your government, you're going to hate it more after you research that. So, and that's that's one thing. Like, and and frankly, I think a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is coming to light a lot more in the last five years. Um, people are becoming more aware that, huh. Maybe the government isn't this magical unicorn well, that really and, cares about me. And, the and thing, maybe they do some horrible shit. The thing that really frustrates me is people un, uh, people know about like MK Ultra, Project Northwoods, all these other things. And they, it's like, it's not even those, just a theory. Those happened in the 60s. Yeah. It would never do that now. Right. It's like, these, they know that these things factually happened. It's not just a theory. This isn't just some dude in his basement right. coming up with random bullshit that the government did. These are real things that truly happened. And people are like, yeah, but that wouldn't happen now. It's like, uh, how fucking ignorant yeah. are you? Have what? you seen, I was watching one when I was doing research i came across a video about this french town like pont saint esprit or whatever where <laughs> a bunch of people got poisoned with some is that some the most bread. french thing you could come up with that's the liter- that's how that's the name of the town it's it's spelled pont saint esprit but i huh. i tried frenching it up a little <laughs> bit. that's how it's in french it sounds yeah. like that yeah no, i forgot what i was talking about no what i when I, came, when I was with- when i was researching yeah. that I watched, I was watching a video about that incident and they, they're like, we need to show you, we need you to understand what the CIA and the government does. So this is believable. And they went through all these fucking experiments that they ran on American soldiers and all that stuff, like with yeah. radiation and drugs and all this type of MK shit. Ultra. And it is fucking nuts. MK Ultra. Yeah. That's what all that is. That's- not, well, not all of it. 
That's, well, that was MK Ultra was part of it, it definitely. Yeah. But there, when they invented LSD, they like would they thought, oh, we'll give it to American soldiers and see if they can still fight. Yeah. And they why would, would you want? Why would you want soldiers on acid? Like, how is that possibly a good thing? They didn't understand really what they didn't. It did. They didn't know the effects of it yet. That was the thing. Yeah. They well, I just, think they did. Well, you're, you're, you're fighting like fucking magical demons in your brain now. Right. As you're fighting sol- other soldiers too. Yeah. And like, um, the CIA actually carried out like MK Ultra and stuff in a lot in Canada. There was a lot done in Canada to avoid the prosecution part of the weird testing and the legality of it in the United States. Mm -hmm. So they actually carried out a lot of MKUltra in in Canada. There's also been instances of the government, like, and I I can't remember any of the specifics on this one, but they put up um, uh, stations all over town, like on top of buildings and and shot out specific uh, chemicals and stuff to see how it would affect the population. And it's like, what the, f- like, oh, yeah. bad shit, like cancer-causing stuff. Yeah. And then, oh, well, we got to study how this is. That's because the government doesn't, they oh, don't value, the- they don't value human life. They no. value power, and yeah. that is, that is, that, that is That was it. one of the things in that video that came across. One of them that showed a bunch of events that they did on people, unknowing people throughout, like, American citizens, too. And one of them was, that I can remember anyways, there, I'm sure there was a bunch of other more f***ed up ones, but they took a plane and they spread down by Tampa, Florida, they... You mean like chemtrails? No. <laughs> no. They dropped a uh, whooping cough around Tampa and killed oh, yeah. like seven, eight people, and hundreds were killed. Yeah. And what this was is, like, this what is, was the point of it? I don't know. They, they, this was just glossed over as something that has been documented and is fact that actually happened. They were trying to prove how terrible the CIA is. But yeah, yeah. That, that happened. They're like, no, we'll just... Get all these fucking people sick. For, well, that's like for the better, yeah, for the greater good. For the greater good. So you remember when I went to Dugway Proving Grounds on accident by motorcycle? We stopped because we thought there was a gas station. They told us to turn the fuck around oh, yeah. and get out of here. Yeah. Well, I had looked in my research of the Dugway Proving Grounds. There was like this incident with like sheep in that area. And they were like testing dirty bombs and shit, and it killed killed like hundreds of thousands of head of livestock, and like sheep, that were ma- the majority of the livestock around that area was like sheep, mm-hmm. and it killed like hundreds of thousands, and they like <laughs> all these ranchers were like they knew what the hell was going on. All these ranchers, you know, they were aware of the military installation there, and. Right. They so then they would you know the vets would were constantly coming out and trying to figure out how the hell is all of these sheep dying you know like herds of a thousand sheep just tipping over overnight, and they found out you know it was all this chemical and I think it was actually I don't remember if it was anthrax or not, but because <clears throat> that's where anthrax originated and it was heavily developed to be weaponized was at Dugway Proving Grounds and right. All these ranchers were like contacting the government about it and all this stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're sorry." I was. It was like, "No, we're not. Uh, we're not fessing up to it. Nothing." They're like, "We're sorry that your animals died." Mm-hmm. Well, and see, that's that's what's so frustrating. Like even even lately, like in, in the Afghanistan debacle, remember they said that they killed. Oh, we killed the bomber responsible for it, and then it came out that it was just an entire family. It was just like twelve people. With seven kids, and yeah. they, they just killed his entire family. 
and they did an internal investigation and found out that they did nothing wrong. Nobody was punished for it. No, nothing. Life yeah. goes on. Yep. And it's like, and now people have forgotten about it. So nothing. What the f- definitely nothing. And then, mm-hmm. and then, then we wonder why terrorists hate us. Yeah. It's like I, I, I get it now. You like, <laughs> I get it. I still love my country, but I hate my government because they're, they're, they don't care about the value of human life. They care about power. Yep. And money. And frankly, I feel like we're nothing more to them than uh, money producing cattle. Yeah, they get their taxes. You really need to find a new metaphor. You've been using cattle an awful lot. It's true, man. It's true. There was uh, a theory that I came across that um, United States citizens are stocks traded amongst nations with our birth certificates are actually a stock certificate. Huh. Uh, there are birth certificates right, I are actually a stock certificate created by our government to be able to be traded amongst other nations. And that's how the world economy works is through stock trading with our birth certificates and with our, our populations. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think without any further information, that doesn't make any f-ing sense. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm totally confused, but, um, it's, it, yeah, that was like, something that I... What are they going to gain from having a, my, a copy of my birth certificate? <laughs> Show up at your door. Hey, we own you now. You see this? You're my property. Yeah. Uh, you need to be vaccinated now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of like false flags and stuff, um, like we were talking about, there's a obviously, I think everybody has heard this theory, the 9-11 theory, that it was an inside job. And um, I'm not so much focused on like... Um, who perpetrated it? This video may get deleted from YouTube. It may. It, it very well may. <laughs> I'm not so much, I, I wasn't so much interested on who perpetrated it, although I have very strong feelings um, now that there's a very good possibility that there was a part, somebody in our government um, for the purposes of, did you see how fast Americans handed over all their rights, the Patriot Act? Please, yeah. you know. Go take my right so you can kill terrorists. Like that was that was a turning part of American privacy, American uh, freedom that yeah. went, you know, just <sighs> the laws and everything skyrocketed after that. I can't believe I didn't think of that. That what? would have been a good one. What? Who killed JFK? Well, we're yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but not. No, I know. I know who it was, though. Oh, okay. It was John Denver. John That's Denver. a real fucking conspiracy. <laughs> That's a real thing. Why was it John Denver? Supposedly, like he, I don't know. There's, it, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into it because I, it's been years since I actually listened to the fucking story. But supposedly he was like this sharpshooter or whatever in the Marines or or in the Army and the CIA recruited him because he was so fucking amazing. And huh. there's, I don't know, it was all this. And there's yeah, evidence in his songs and. Interesting. All I or, know is that John Denver's full of shit, man. Or, <laughs> I could be wrong on the, the name. Who was be a little rockier than this? It was whoever wrote. Maybe it wasn't John Denver. I could be wrong on the name. Whoever wrote the "Leaving on a Jet Plane." I think that's John Denver. John Denver. It sounds like John yeah. Denver to me. I think so. Anyways, we can talk about that when we talk about the JFK thing, but I was talking about... Well, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about just, that. All just, right. Thanks for interrupting was, me in the, in the middle of a 9-11 theory to talk about JFK. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> you guys asked me. Uh, but anyway, there's a, there's a lot of belief that the government in some aspect was involved um, with at least the planning of 9-11 for the reason being... It would give them a reason to take away all sorts of our rights, you know, the Fourth well, Amendment, 
And um, what I don't quite understand... First Amendment, Second Amendment, you know, go on. Is, isn't, like, wasn't Osama bin Laden, like, tied to the CIA for a long, long oh, time? Oh, yeah, we funded him back in the 80s. When, right. he was, when the Russians invaded Afghanistan back yeah. in the 80s, we were actually supplying Osama with American weapons. Weapons, yeah. But, I mean... 100%. Yeah, so, like, the CIA had contact with Osama bin Laden... And knew his incident, you know, like they knew Osama bin Laden very well. So I don't, I don't know. To me, that all seems very shady that they're like, yeah, the CIA is in contact with Osama bin Laden, you know, throughout the 80s and all this shit. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, terrorist attacks. Yeah, it was Osama bin Laden. Right. The guy that we know very well and. So I, yeah, and I do believe that, I do believe it was all those freaking Saudis, and I don't even know how to say it, say it without being extremely prejudiced. <laughs> yeah, but I do believe it was a hijackers that hijacked the planes and did that. Like, I, I, I believe all that. But I believe that there was, there was, I think, I feel like there was probably some sort of CIA deep cover shit involved in the planning of it for the reason being of, like I said, to take away our rights and to give us reason to, uh, invade like, Afghanistan and Iraq. Like I, I that, that makes sense to well, me. Well, Afghanistan, because Iraq was a whole separate ordeal. Well, yes, but that was still based on Another another weird one for the listeners to look up. Look up the Stargate in Iraq. That's why we invent. And that's why we invaded Iraq. Stargate. Is that there was a Stargate. Saddam had a Stargate. Saddam had well. Saddam was in control of Iraq, which there is a Stargate in Iraq that the Nazis were trying to find and uncovered, and we now want control of. So that's why we invaded Iraq. But interesting. Yeah, another another good one to look up for the listeners <laughs> if you're if you're into this kind of thing. But anyway, so I just wanted to touch on that. That wasn't the, the what I really wanted to talk about too much. But um, the way the World Trade Centers fell, um, I've always had extremely so this hard is, time. This is all just basically the evidence that leads you to believe that this was an inside job, right? R yes, yes. Like World Trade Centers one and two, those fell obviously, and then in a very controlled manner. Which yes, it seems like if you watch, go and watch videos of controlled demolitions, they fall in and down mm -hmm. exactly like the World Trade Center fell. I mean, that was the, at the time one of the tallest building in the world, and it fell straight down like in a very controlled manner like yeah. it was almost intended to be that way but that's not the main thing the main thing was world trade center 7 which is down the block across, there's a there's a, a another world trade center building between um 1 and 7 that fell um it's like five there was like six or seven hours later um there was all sorts of build of of um, offices in there, like, and there's conspiracy theories about what was actually in there and why that they wanted that to fall. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't hit by a plane. It wasn't. It didn't take. It took supposedly hits um, from when World Trade Center one fell, and the theory about why it fell that the government told us it fell is because the fires burned in there, and then mm -hmm. it it. it uncontrolled and it weakened everything and that's why it fell but if you watch the video it no it, it fell it fell it falls like a controlled 
fucking explosion, like a controlled demolition. It's not like it slowly crumbles. No, like it's a not like of it falls. No, we're no, evacuating the rest of it, and it slowly tips right. over. Right, and yeah. there's also videos of. And it wasn't like and. For those of you who don't know, this wasn't like a high-rise building either. This wasn't that big of a building. No, and it's the only other building, <laughs> the only other building that it's collapsed. It's like what you would see in like Sioux City as like a office building. Right. It's not, yeah, not anything big and And up until this point in the world, there had never been a, sky, a skyscraper fall because of a fire. fire. Um so that is very suspect of itself. There's another another aspect of it. There was tons of videos of witnesses on the streets that heard explosions and saw flashes. There was tons of those. Can you find them on YouTube now? No, I found one from CNN. <laughs> um, and I remember years ago watching tons of those videos of people of describing explosions and such. So that's very strange. And the other thing that's extremely strange is it was BBC and Reuters, I think. They were reporting that Building 7 had fallen 20 minutes before it fell. There was this BBC reporter speaking with World Trade Center 7 in the background saying that World Trade Center 7 had just fallen when it hadn't fallen yet for another 20 minutes. These are things that make me go, huh. Yeah. This ain't fucking kosher. This is I don't not... know if that's good evidence. Why would they tell a fucking BBC reporter that, hey, that building's going to fall? Scripts. I don't know. Why would, why would they... That could have just been a misspe- misspoken. Why? No, that was... that was It wasn't a miss. A mis- she could have said, oh, I'm standing by Building 7, and she accidentally said Building 7. Yeah. No, she was but talking this about was, Building this also, 7. This also was hours and hours... Later, after after, the, one, after and one and two had fallen. Yeah. And now 20 minutes before <clears throat> Building 7 finally collapses, which the news wasn't focused on that. They knew there was damage there, but they didn't have any reason to suspect yeah. that it was going to collapse. Um, all of a sudden, that that's very, very, very strange. And there's also things that say that there was um, dust. People collected samples from around the World Trade Center and stuff. That there was, what's the term? It's, it's not thermite. But it was something. It was something. Uh, there was expl- something explosives. There it was, was like nanothermite or something like that. Um, yep, nanothermite. Um, so there was trace elements. There was traces of nanothermite, which is an extremely even more. If you know what thermite is, it burns at extri- extremely high temperatures. Nanothermite is even. I didn't really look into it, but it's like thermite plus. Yeah. Um, so all these things make me really, really. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe the, the theories that were told. Yeah. Frankly, I mean, I think. I think when you look at all the evidence objectively, and the government will tell you one thing. You know, well, that's just. This is why this happened this this way, and and why this way. But yeah, even we did like, an internal investigation, and that right? Said. But even like, even like, think about it. They told us that the jets crashing into the building and the subsequent fires weakened the floors, but. So if why didn't the floor, top just fall off? Right? <laughs> why? Why? If one floor fell, fell on the next floor, the next floor was supporting that floor in the first place. Yeah. So why would it, it have? It yeah, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that something that hits the top of the building would collapse the entire building. Like, I mean, it's steel beams that are holding it up. I know, but it's you not. You heat those steel beams; those steel beams are weakened. I know, but it's not the same steel. It's not the same steel beam from top to bottom. It's not one continuous beam. 
It's and tons and tons there's, and tons of beams. There's, I'm I sure they're attached. They're, I, well, I know they're, and they're attached. All, I but mean, I if they're touching, they're heating each other. There, there's. I know, but there's. If those things are fucking hundreds of feet tall, there's no way that it heats the bottom up enough that it just crumples the whole fucking thing from a fire burning See, at the top. Yeah, and my theory hundreds is of feet above. I just my don't thinking, believe that. My thinking is if one floor, floor fell, it's hit the next floor. The next floor was supporting well, the, all the floors above it anyways. Even if there's damage at like the halfway mark of the building and it has enough weight on top of it that the top half like crumbles and falls and it tips off, the bottom isn't just going to fall flat into a rubble of a pile of rubble at the bottom no that just doesn't uh, it would make like i could see the top floors collapsing yeah and, but all this and you know collapsing damage, into itself or causing, at least a little yeah bit. and causing some damage to the stuff below it but i don't see just the entire fucking thing falling into a pile at the bottom and it was like it was like an hour it's not like it's a fucking lego castle no the first you know one collapsed I mean? the first one collapsed like 57 minutes and then the second one was like 102 minutes after impact yeah um that's not very much time for, I don't know, man. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know, buy no. it. I, I just don't buy it. Doesn't, um, it doesn't make sense to me either, but, um, what about the Pentagon? Yeah, there's like, I don't have any, any reason to suspect. I mean, it's very odd what, like the, the, the video showing it, it looks just like a white, but it was low definition. I mean, this was back in 2001. They didn't have super high-def cameras on everything. Yeah. Um, and it was one frame. <clears throat> yeah. So, like I like I said, I believe that hijackers did all this, so I don't have any reason to suspect that it was a missile. Like, that's the main theory. Right, yeah. I don't believe a, a, that the Pentagon some, was a some missile. Some other but shit. But I hate that. Everyone's like, there's no fucking debris. Why is there no debris? You you can go to Google and you can find debris of it all over the f***ing lawn. Yeah. It's not, that's not hard. That and plus yeah. when it was going, I mean, it's flying at, what was it, 200, 300 mile an hour into yeah. a freaking reinforced building. There's not going to be a ton of it left. Like I can, right. I mean, I get that. Then it's there's people like, like there's how is be... a plane going to get that close to the ground? Oh, I don't know. Have you seen a f***ing plane land before? <laughs> right. They touch the ground from time to time. You ever yeah. seen a video of a plane crash? They Tend to touch the ground. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I the, just. My, the confusing part for me on the Pentagon was why there was no, like, there was, it was literally just like one spot. There was no, like, damage from, like, the wings or anything. Like, you couldn't see any damage well, from the wings hitting it or anything. Well, wings aren't exactly. Yeah, right. I mean, they they're just kind of read, aluminum. And, I read about, But I guess the engines are quite large. Yeah. But they said it hit in between two uh, reinforced beams, and those beams. Just blew the wings off. Sheared the. So, and if you think about it, the wings would fold because they're, oh, they're yeah. at a backward angle. So they would all wouldn't hit at the same time. Right. They would fold backwards and kind of yeah. go into that hole to a certain extent. Um, but I don't know. It just it just looked like the plane would have had to have been like sideways and <laughs> right. smashed. And I don't know. It was just weird. Right. But what I really started digging into was that World Trade Center Seven, and that just. That has never sat right with me. To me it's down the street and a built whole nother skyscraper and, and building no, away. Yeah, and no other buildings between here and there, you know, between Trade Centers 1 and 2 and this Trade Center 7. 
Well, there is. Fell? A, no, there was one that was heavily damaged, but it did not It did not fall. It was World Trade Center. But wasn't there multiple buildings? I mean, they're obviously in a radius, right, around Trade yeah. Centers 1 and 2. Nothing else fell, but just World Trader, World Trade Center 1, 2, and 7. Those are the only buildings that collapsed. Yeah. Well, there's and, and Like, I'm, that seems odd. I'm looking at Trade Center, World Trade Center 6 is, is heavily, heavily damaged. Like, um, I mean, that's, this is yeah. World Trade Center 6, this is 7. So this is heavily damaged, but it's still standing. It did not fall. Like, if it, if, if it took that much damage, and you know there was fires and shit in that one, and the rest of it is still standing, when World Trade Center 7 took barely, t- took a, a, Probably a lot less, less damage yeah. than that, and that all of a sudden fell. And there's even, um, but to to answer your question, Johnson, yes, there is a lot of, there's, this is, here's World Trade Center 1, 2. This is 6, the one that I showed you that was heavily damaged. And 7 is across the street, like a half a city block away. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. Let me see 6 that was heavily damaged. Or it, it doesn't. 7, uh, I mean, I could understand with as tall as 1 and 2 were if they caught a lot of. That's 6. And that's obviously heavily damaged, but it's still standing. You know, there you got the whole I'm thing. Still standing. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I mean, I could see that, like, if as debris was falling, if it went over top of six, you know, if it was falling from way up high, if it went past six and landed on seven, that it could obtain more damage than six being right next to it. But I still don't. No, this, like, they showed pictures of it, and it wasn't that, like, I mean, it got shit in it, and it had fires in it, I understand that. But I just don't understand that anywhere around that, there was no other buildings that fell that were unrelated to the World Trade Centers. Right. Yeah. Is there, I mean, it's sense. still in the middle of downtown, there's still a bunch of buildings around, you know, like, yeah, here's one and two, and then, like, six and seven are off to, like, the north or whatever, but what's west and south and... East of the trade centers, all those are still within the same Other radius centers, as that right. six and seven are, and none of those got, you know, none of those fell down. And so, I don't know. a question for you guys: all like all the time, every year around September 11th, this always comes back up, mm-hmm. and it's always everything I see online is always everyone saying Bush did it. Do you guys believe this goes all the way to the top? No, that it no. was Bush or that it was. The CIA way, acting alone. Way too stupid to come up with something like I that. I don't know. Actually, Bush wasn't stupid. Yeah, he, he was. was. He had a he had a relatively high IQ, but he just he didn't speak well. It's similar to me. He stuttered and stammers a lot. <laughs> Except for the IQ thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying he stuttered. I didn't say anything about my IQ. I'm just saying he stuttered and stammered and mispronounced words a lot. Um, strategery. Remember, God, this is totally off topic. But remember how much Democrats would attack him for stuttering all the time. Oh yeah, and now they're just like, ah, Biden, right? Oh, that it's just Joe being Joe. He falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What was the thing? He shit his pants with the Pope. What was going on there? I didn't even. I keep I seeing know. memes about that, but I don't know the actual. I I still love him, and I don't remember what the hell it was at, but he was sitting like in a. You know, at some big meeting or, you know, and he's sitting at his little desk and there's hundreds of people around a desk, you know, with their little name tags up front, microphones and everything. And he's just like sitting there like. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> totally nodding off. But like, box to answer your question. 
No, I don't think it was. This was came down from the top. I I feel like Congress. I, I feel like Congress thing. and the president had probably no knowledge of it. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a, you know, the, the CIA in some little basement. You know, the yep. majority of them probably didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they well, were involved know. in some aspect. The higher ups of the CIA, I think, and the whole. I think that kind of like the CIA kind of ties in a lot with like the whole shadow government thing. And like, there's actually a secret group in the government that kind of runs around doing all the fucking gnarly shit that mm-hmm. people don't want to hear about. And, mm-hmm. you know, see, I don't know if that, that, how does that work though? Cause you said you don't think that most people in the CIA or the government knew about it. But like you said earlier, that reporter was already reporting that gov- that building seven had collapsed 20 minutes beforehand. So how how does a reporter fucking know about it? But they don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't have all the answers to it. Why and, not? God damn it! Well, and like if it's like BBC, you could basically be anybody from the CIA and have access to, you know, government channels of emailing all these news agencies and saying, "Hey, these are the current events. This is what is happening." You know, all building seven has just collapsed. Accidentally hit send before they're supposed to hit send. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Like, there's, it's possible that they could be, that the CIA has ways to contact these news media outlets and give them scripts and tell them what to say. And we should, I think, I think that's the top knowing what. I think it's pretty good. Um, it's pretty well known now that the government tells many news channels what to say. Oh, yeah. Down to down to how they say it and the exact wordage of it. But that's everything. a pretty large mistake to be standing in the front of a building. But what other reason does it like? Why would that have happened? Like, Unless it doesn't make told, any sense. Yeah, because there there was not people weren't focusing on this building. One and two, it just collapsed. Especially if it's somebody who's not familiar with the area. They don't know, you know, them and the camera guy, they don't know that they're standing in front of Building 7. They just know they're standing in front of the World Trade Center's area, and they say, Building 7 has just collapsed. And I'll they show don't you, know any better that it's Building 7. I'll show you, you the know. picture of the report. I imagine those people were from the this, area, though. This this is the lady giving the news. She's down down the street quite a ways, and I believe this is Building 7 behind it, behind her right here. So it's still standing, and she's way away from it. She would have no way to see that that's completely damaged um, and, and burning when, frankly, all this smoke and everything looks like it's coming from one and two over yeah. here. Is it possible that it had partially collapsed? No, it did not partially collapse. It all collapsed at one time. There's a, there's a clear video. The roof, the roof or something didn't fall in. No. You can Never see clear that. video. Everything all kind of went at once, and the top, the middle of it went, and then everything just like a controlled demolition. I'll show you a video of it here after. We should look into that reporter. I bet she's dead. <laughs> There's a pretty good chance. Uh, but no, Reuters basically just denied everything. This says, no, it was just a mistake. There was no, we didn't, we didn't know. It was just a mistake. It's like, did they what? retract it later? Like later in the broadcast? Like, oh, just kidding, guys. Um, what happened know. when the building actually collapsed? We're I, like, oh, it collapsed again. <laughs> well, now it collapsed. It didn't collapse. We were just kidding the first we, time, but we thought now it's it really did, down. But it really didn't. But we're now not kidding it did. this time. The the Reuters news agency had mistakenly reported the collapse of the building, which is also picked up by CNN just before the live report. Reuters later issued a correction, um, but clips of the report continue to go viral. Um, yeah, it doesn't. 
It, there is always the possibility that it was just a mistake. Absolutely. But I think that's... When I look at all the evidence and all the weird-ass shit, that just something just doesn't doesn't add up in my brain. Yeah. It doesn't... And, and frankly, people point to the 9-11 Commission report. Well, see, this explains everything. Really? Mm. You think oh. fucking government is going to tell us right. the shit in here? They're going to tell us that there was an inside job? Hell no. Do you right. think hell no? Do you think documents on 9/11 will ever be fucking declassified? No. I don't Not the so. documents that are going to be the ones that we want to see that will prove what we want to know. No. I, I think don't. a lot of the documents were probably in building 7. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> so why would it have to have been the CIA for it to be explosions? Why couldn't it have been the terrorists. I'm not saying it was necessarily the CIA. I don't know. Or the government. Or I'm saying whatever. it's some aspect of the government. Um, but somebody planned it all. Yeah, I, but I don't think why couldn't it, it why out. couldn't have been the terrorists that also did that? Okay, let's fly a plane in these buildings because and I don't then blow think, them up. I don't think that's a. I mean, they're going to kill a bunch of people right off the bat. Then there's going to get a bunch of first responders in there, and then they're going to kill them too. Because I don't, I don't know. If that was the case, they would have just told us that. They wouldn't try to hide everything. No, they would have found out that it, was that. A ta- that it was a terrorist. And frankly, I don't think the terrorists had the means um, to do to do that sort of thing. They had the means to hijack planes. That was freaking... I mean, Osama was funded by the CIA. Of course he did. Right. But t- these buildings were still heavily guarded buildings. Like, I mean, they also, were, there was a bombing in 93 there. So the, mm-hmm. this wasn't the first time that happened. This, they're heavily guarded. I don't think I, so. Apparently it wasn't that heavily guarded. It got I, bombed once. I don't know. I also believe that the way they fell, that there was more going on than just the planes crashing into them. And I think that had more to do with the CIA than the actual plane. I think the I think the CIA helped plan the whole hey we need hijackers we need you know we're going to fly the fly these planes into these buildings but they knew that that wasn't going to finish it off so they helped demolish the yeah. buildings basically they helped with the explosives part of it of demolishing the buildings versus just letting the letting them crash planes into the building because honest I honestly believe that if you crash those planes into the buildings they would have burned the tops would have come off it would have yeah it would have been bad but I don't think the buildings would have completely gone down the way that they yeah did. it just seems very where do you think the flight number ninety three was headed I that's one thing that I've always White questioned House? I don't know where but did it, it take off from I can't remember. Um, and I, I didn't look into that too much when I was researching this stuff. But if you think about it, it crashed in Pennsylvania. Right? I think they were saying, yeah, yeah. I think that's they a were long fucking ways from Washington D.C. I think they were saying that it was going to the Capitol, but that wouldn't make any sense because those first two planes hit. It would have made a lot more sense to hit have that plane hit the Capitol first. That way, this wouldn't be evacuated because nobody was in the capital. They evacuated the shit out of that yeah. the instant they knew we were under attack. Yeah. It would have made sense for that to hit first and then the World Trade Centers. So I don't know where the, where it would have been headed. Um, who, who knows? It'd be be interesting to know the truth of where that was going to. And but why the World Trade Centers? Just because that was uh, to the terrorists. If you If you really think about it in a terrorist mind, that was like the epitome of Western culture. 
like the massive skyscrapers like yeah, that's I still think government buildings would be a bigger target than well that's why they hit the know, Pentagon and I assume that's they've always said 93 was going to the Capitol but like the White House the Capitol you know like what would what to, I don't know just to me it's like would I rather hit the World Trade Centers in New York City or the White House in Washington. Like, well, what would be Bush a bigger story? Bush wasn't at the White House. Where he was at he an was elementary in, school. Where was that at? Florida. He was in Florida at the time. Was it? Was the plane headed south? I know, but no. it just I, I don't it think was headed, it was. It about, was headed west, back towards Washington, Washington D.C. I don't I think it was necessarily about or east killing yeah. the president. I think it was more about destroying the the symbols of Western civilization. Hundred percent. Right? And, it, and I felt like to me that would be like. Knocking off Washington Monument, blasting, you know, like all of the very, the, right, all the monuments and important places that we have in Washington, D.C., the Capitol, the Washington Monument, the White House, all those, like, to me, that would, I, I just. Well, you bring up an interesting point, though, like the, like, they hit those because the symbolism, and they did what they, they, it, they won. They did what they intended to do. Oh, they, yeah. they, partially destroyed our freedoms like there was massive implications from this the freedom act the patriot act i mean mm -hmm. you know and all the bills that have come all the freedoms we've lost from this um the wars that we started the division in our country you know because of those wars and stuff like that so ultimately i mean i feel like they accomplished what they wanted to do in yep. those instances were we involved in any wars at the time no 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 we had been persian gulf was over right I mean, so it could have been Boeing. <laughs> what do you mean? They wanted us to get back in the war, so we started spending yeah. more money. Somebody that makes money and make, making making money off the war could have been, could have been. Yeah. I, um, let's we're we're quite a ways into this episode. We got two topics to cover. Um, and this last we got two. The last two aren't that in depth. John Obviously, Denver. John Denver full of shit. Actually, there's. I want to talk a little bit about the JFK assassination. Um, not, not. There's. This is like one of the biggest conspiracy theories. So we could literally talk about this for a week and a half straight yeah. and not cover everything of it. But the the thing that that interested me the most was just the 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 ballistic aspect of it. He was using um uh, the six five bolt action rifle. It was like yeah. a carrot cow or some shit like some really weird thing Kara cow no i can't i i'd have to look care see. bear no it was not a berenstein bears um, <laughs> uh, i can't remember the rifle i'd have to i'd have to look back through it um but anyway so luckily this whole thing was and this was in 67 60 mm. uh, the 60s the 60s yes <laughs> Luckily, it was all captured on video. Hmm. Um, there's this one really the, good video. The showing, something tapes. What are they? The um, the family. The right. Fa and that's really f***ed up about that whole situation with the whole that original video is that, uh, you know, the government seized those tapes as evidence and then never gave the original tapes back to the family in which they belong to and... After their investigation, all kinds of other shit. There's been a lot of lawsuits, actually, about all that. The amateur cameraman Abraham Zap Zaprooter 
Yeah, the Zapruder tapes. Who was standing on a concrete pedestal near, pedestal near the presidential motorcade. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they were able to analyze, and there's all sorts of crazy ass theories about how many shots were actually fired. Most people on the ground, most witnesses said they heard between three and four. Um, there is a theory that there was only one bullet that, um, well, mm. he, he was shot through the neck. Mm. <laughs> No, hear me out. One bullet that went through his neck um, came out and and hit the, I think, believe it was the governor of Texas and caused his wounds as well. And then, the, obviously, the second one that hit Canute is melon. Yeah, there was nothing left. Yeah. Um, but there's, so there's all sorts of theories about that. There, they think that the first shot missed outright. The second shot went through JFK's neck, um, exited out his throat. And then the third shot is the one that put lights out. Um, But the weird thing about this is it was a moving target between 10 to 15 miles an hour in a light breeze from anywhere from, they were saying like the first shot was, you know, um, 80 meters to after, after six or eight seconds, you know, he would have been 150 to 200 meters down the road. Not at 15 miles an hour, he wouldn't. I don't remember what exactly the it was somewhere along those those lines. Fifteen miles an hour after eight seconds, how many did they not speed up? Not very long. No. I don't I don't think were they so. not aware of what was going on? I don't on? think so. I don't think they really sped up much after the first shot. Yeah, it was a very strange but anyway, the the point what I really looked into, I didn't and look I into mean, all it that. It was a Lincoln Continental, it wasn't speeding up that fast over an eight second period anyway. I don't steal. But the idea that he could use a bold action rifle, his first shot missed, his second, the last two shots, actually there's there's a, there's a guy here I don't that know. analyzed, this is a professional, uh, he'd, he'd been a marksman his entire life, and he looked. John Denver. He looked, sure, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he looked through the, through the, the footage, and he says they found the last two shots were like seven tenths of a second apart. I don't. This is just this editorial that's talking about that, um, and because it's hard to see on the video actually, the, the amount of time between those two shots. But if that's true, that's a physical impossibility that it, that it was a bold action rifle from that that distance. One person firing it, it just wouldn't have happened. Even even if you think about it, like boom to get. After you rack your gun and, and slam it back in, you have to reacquire the target. Yeah. You're not, even if you were on a, a pedestal or, or a, you know, a bipod and everything, you still lose your target. You have to reacquire. So even one to two seconds at that distance is phenomenal. It just seems very odd. I'd say it's doable. I'd Unlikely, it's but doable. doable too. It's, it's doable. Not like, it's not like you would have very high magnification, so it's not like it would be no, that it like a hard. Four, it was like a four-power scope. Yeah, or so it's not like, like it would really at eighty yards. It would not be hard to reacquire a car. But you remember this was this was driving away too, so your length was increasing. Yeah, but it's every not time. still that may, only makes it easier to reacquire your target. So and, yeah, and if he was driving away, it wouldn't be like he was driving from left to right. He would be yeah. slow. It would appear as if he was moving slower. Right, he would be moving from your left to right slower. You just be moving. Yeah, but right. anyway, smaller. Yeah. Right, but if this if this is is correct, this guy that did all this research on it, um, that's Seven a physical. Of a second. It's that a physical impossibility that it was one that it was one shooter. I just don't. 
I don't, I don't get the physical impo- impossibility. Seven tenths of a second, they couldn't be the same shooter. It's a, you, you I don't. Do I don't understand this. I don't understand where he's getting seven tenths of a second because there is, because phys- there is a there. If you watch the Zapruder films, you can physically see him get hit with the first one. The passenger in the car turn around, look at him, see if he's okay. His wife turns and looks at him. It's like four or five seconds, and then he gets his fucking melon canoed. Mm-hmm. It's not seven tenths of a second that are. Pew, pew. There's not two shots that fast. It's there's physically people moving, turning around. What the hell just happened? Are you okay? Oh my god! Boom, gets smoked. It's not seven tenths of a second apart. Um, that's so the, the part that I disagree with. Is that right. the last two shots were? But in seven what they're doing, what they're doing is they analyze the frames, like numbers. Every frame has its own specific number. Yeah. Like three, three twelve and three thirteen, um, and this was recorded on what kind of camera? Uh, and it was not, it was back in the old days. It was it probably was like twenty. It was probably twenty four frames for a second. So he's saying he's saying he thinks that they got it wrong when that final when the the last two shots was um, the the president's head moved forward two point one six inches, and they they thought that meant that that was the time that uh, the the bullet exited his neck or whatever. Um, and he thought that that was wrong because, um, they see his head move forward. He thinks it's just Zap Rooter jerking his camera at the sound of gunfire. So he thinks, he thinks that that's not when that, that final bolt was fired or one of the bullets was fired. Um, Anyway, like I said, this is just a theory. So, there's, so he's I'm thinking, not saying that he's this guy thinking is the first correct. shot. He's thinking the first shot missed completely. Right. Then the shot that killed JFK and the shot that injured the Texas governor were both shot basically seven tenths of a second after each other. Those were two separate wounds. Mm-hmm. That's he, what this guy is saying. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I and, and there's all sorts of. There's so much information on this, and this part is just an editorial. I read a ton of other shit, you know, with alternating viewpoint, alternative viewpoints and everything. This was just one I found interesting because he analyzed the footage, and he thought that this was the way it was. Um, and let's see, who was this guy? Um, he, he wrote a book on it called 60 Seconds in Dallas. To me, Oswald did not fire the fatal shot. He's pretty certain of it, but... Um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it would be easy to see if Zapruder was jerking the camera or not because you would see, you could grid the frame and see whether or not his head went forward or if his head moved in the entire frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. This I don't dude, know. It seems so odd. This dude, he served as an on a, uh, underwater demolition team. 21, which was a precursor of the Navy SEALs, graduated Yale with a Ph.D. in philosophy, taught uh, he was a private investigator. He also investigated the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bomber, Timothy McVeigh. Um, so this, I mean, the guy, he has, uh, you know, he kind of knew what he was talking about. But he also made this into a, I don't a know, book? I don't, I don't hear many mm-hmm. qualifications right. there for video analysis. It, me either. Right. To me, it sounds like he wanted to make some money on a book. Yeah. Which is pretty common for Navy SEALs. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm out of the military. What am I going to do to make money now? <laughs> yeah, people will believe me. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not saying that that's necessarily what happened. That was just that guy's take on it. Um, 
And, and, and to really to this day, there's still, there's a lot of theories about, you know, that, that's very, very unclear footage. It's not like it's super clear, super, you know, I want to high wanna, def shit that you can actually watch and, oh, this is when this happened and this is when this happened. I want to believe the story from the movie Shooter. What's that? Where the old boy caught the shooter and buried him outside Terra Lingua. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was also you know going to mention. that for sure? Still got the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to mention, too, that little piece of evidence that was very strange that everybody always, what the hell is going on here? So that was a sunny day in, in, in Dallas. Yeah. Nice, sunny. It was um, beautiful weather. Nobody had any umbrellas. Right at the point when the shooter started shooting, there was a guy with a black umbrella holding a black umbrella. So as soon as the the, the convoy or JFK's car got to the guy with the black umbrella is when the shots started raining down. And everybody's like, what the f***? Why is there a dude with a black umbrella on a Shade. nice sunny day? Yes. It wasn't hot. This was like November or some shit. Could be it? allergic to sunlight. Shade. Just It seemed very, very odd, though. Everybody thought that maybe it was a signal or he was somehow involved. Um, Did he put the umbrella up exactly when the shots went out? Because no. otherwise, how, you know, it's like. No, but does it, does that not seem odd to you? A nice November day is not hot. It's just here's absolutely my, here's it's like my 70 thing. degrees, absolutely perfect weather, and there's a dude in a black coat with a fucking black umbrella standing there. No, it doesn't seem that odd. That's that's odd as fuck, dude. Why would any... Using that as a signal is from hit For someone assassinating from... the president, I think they would be a little bit more sophisticated than a signal just here's hey, my to thing. stand there with an umbrella. Okay, here's you my guys, thing. Like, here's my, here, hold on. Here's my thing to... To my stance against that being the signal, him going past the guy with the umbrella, was the guy with the umbrella right at the side of the road, or was he back a little ways? Pretty he was kind of back in the crowd, wasn't he? Nah, a little bit, but he's pretty much on the side of the road. So if you're viewing a car driving almost directly away from you, you're on the side of the road and it's kind of driving, it's not driving directly left to right. How can you tell when the car is directly in line? Because there's no umbrella? there's no saying that actually what happened. They're saying what happened is is really what happened. That guy could have been involved with anything. Nobody still there's still theories whether Lee Harvey Oswald actually did it or whether he was the only shooter. There was a whether a guy on the grassy knoll. There's so many other inconsistencies and strange shit going on right. that they thought maybe that that guy could be involved with it because right. it does seem very odd. And this is like. He's called the Umbrella Man. This is a famous thing. This is not just some oh, some crazy some dude that was watching an inter internet video and saw a guy with an umbrella and says, "Oh, you know what the fuck is he doing there?" Like this is a whole thing about it. Right. But anyway, I, I get it. I just, years later, like in like we're just talking about how fucking weird Mark Zuckerberg is and how right. he was surfing with literally his entire face, <laughs> his entire <laughs> head covered in fucking sunscreen. It's not unbelievable to think that this guy. May have been a redhead and was using a fucking umbrella. He was a lizard person. Yeah, to cover himself from the well, sun. Well, I found it. I found Texas. it very odd. Yeah, I found just, it very odd. But like ten years later, he went and he testified in front of Congress about something to do with the assassination, and it was simply a, it was a, it was a, a silent protest essentially to JFK. Actually, something to do with his father. It wasn't even JFK's policies. It was JFK's father. Um, his uh, appeasement policies that he was doing, some shit. I don't even remember exactly what it was. But it was like a the dude told his reasoning. It's like, well, 
those theories are, <laughs> are shot to shit, you know? Right. Um, so that was what I was talking about earlier. That usually for the really odd shit, there's usually a, a fairly reasonable uh, explanation for it. But um, special, in, it's, to me, when it comes to people acting a certain way, there's usually a reason, and the reason's usually that person is fucking weird. Yeah, generally. Like to me, I I hate it when when people want to discuss theories like this and then they just assume that every person has a normal what you perceive as a normal person's rationale and how per people normally act it's like that's that's not how everyone acts like th there's people that just go out in the middle of fucking random places and kill people for the fun of it they're serial killers those people don't act normally Right, so there's always that possibility that just because it would, they happen to be near this thing happening, that doesn't mean that they could be a serial killer. They could, he could just be some fucking weird <laughs> dude, you know. Or he could be a serial killer. He could have been. This <laughs> is why people focus on it. Right, that's just. But that's that's human nature. Like somebody doing something that is perceived as not normal, they're going to be. Yeah, they're going to question the hell out of it. Absolutely. And assume that it wasn't just somebody being weird. They're going to think there was an ulterior motive. Yeah. Um, we have one more topic to touch on. Johnson, what was this? Hoot, Hooten man? Hooten the Hooten plan. Hooten plan? Um, oh, that's plan, not man. Yeah. <laughs> I should clean yeah, up my Your writing, writing is <laughs> something else. I can read my writing just fine, he, he says uh, every time. Always says that. All right. So um, what they called the Great Replacement um, was this Hooten plan. So Ernest Hootman. Jesus, now you're... <laughs> Hooten? You're turning turning me stupid. So <laughs> Ernest Hooten um, was he basically came up with this plan. He was a physical Jewish American physical anthropologist who specialized in the connections between behavior and race. He was born in 1887, received his PhD in 1908. Um, oh no, his master's in 1908 and his PhD in 1911. Um, <clears throat> So after World War II, he developed this plan to basically breed the um, the war race out of Germans. Basically breed the want to be in war and the Aryan race out of Germans. So his whole plan was to basically... Was this guy German? No. He was a Jewish American. Okay. If you Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Weird. Um <laughs> So his plan was basically let's um mix race all of in all of Germany to where Nazism can't come back. Let's take, you know, cuz between World War 1 and World War 2 the Germans had, you know, transitioned to this uh ultra nationalist fascism mm. you know uh we are the best we are the superior race we're the master race of the earth that was the whole aryan race thing of the nazis mm -hmm. and he wanted he, his plan was to basically get immigrants from all over the world to come to germany and take all of the men from germany and basically displace them into uh labor camps all across the world in order to basically dissipate the Nazis across the world so they couldn't come back. 
Sounds a lot like a reason or a theory to spread Nazism to me. So let's his, get all these Nazis all over the world. I, <laughs> I have a hard time believing that a Jewish guy would want to spread Nazism, but that's just me. I have a hard time believing Americans would want to drive or fly fucking planes into America. Uh, yeah. So his basically the plan was let's take the um, males, you know, Nazi males, spread them out throughout the world into these labor camps, and you know, kind of dissipate the Nazi male. Uh, traits and everything dissipate it out through the earths, or, you know, through different countries so that it's not all concentrated in Germany. And we'll get all the German females and we'll have them, you know, basically uh, mix race with all these other, other countries that we're going to get immigrants from. And <clears throat> they actually started to carry out this plan. Um, and there was, there was a lot of controversy. There was like, um, like pamphlets and stuff put out about, uh, mixed race families and like, um, removing the war race from Germany and all kinds of weird shit. It's, it was a pretty interesting plan coming from like this just random guy. He basically some ran, I mean, he was a doctor. He had all this, you know, he was a smart guy, but it was like this really weird kind of new world order. We're going to take this group of people and just kind of dust them out through the entire world so that they can't yeah. be concentrated in one. But area I think, and... I think the, 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 his mistake was, was assuming that somehow those people were inherently more racist than other people when frankly it yeah, wasn't being it wasn't so. just that it was it was their leaders and their the propaganda oh, yeah, that they were being about. fed so it's not like and that's the same shit that we're dealing with nowadays frankly i think like we're told that you know this little kid freaking white kid is somehow inherently racist and this little black kid is yeah. somehow inherently a victim because of the color so, of their skin so his plan actually was to remove the white race from earth basically yeah sounds like a real fucking racist to me so he he basically thought that if the entire world was mixed race and everyone was mixed intermixed with everybody there would be no group of people who believed that they were the master race and and, and this nazi problem wouldn't rise up again i mean okay so there'd be no Mexicans, there'd be no Chinese, right? Just it be would everybody. just be a mixed bag of everything. You know how long that would take to accomplish? But I don't know if you know this, but Mexican is that? That's not really it's not a, a race. It's Spanish. That's a nationality. La Latino. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but you have to remember that his he specialized. He was a physical anthropologist who specialized in the connections between behavior and race. So he basically thought that white people tended to go to war more often than people of color. So he thought that if we just remove, if we mixed race everybody, that everybody, there wouldn't be fights over race anymore and that 
Mm. White people wouldn't try to overtake these smaller countries of minorities. And yeah. Like, but if you think about, I mean, I wouldn't say more white people, but the, I mean, like, you know, when we do, it's just like world wars. Oh, you're saying we're better at it? <laughs> well, what a racist thing to no, say. No, I did not say that. I'm just saying like, like, you know, World War One or World War Two, like, you know, if it's gonna happen, we're gonna go big or go home, apparently. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. When you think, like the Middle East, you know, that mostly is just com- confined They're to. They're constantly at war. They've been in a war for 3,000 years. Yeah. You know, so, uh. I Did mean, you say when this guy, when, the, when this theory came about? I think he said after um, World War Um, it was right after World War, I mean, it was right at the end of World War Two. Um. I mean, that's based on the, on the theory that, Wars are started solely off race. Well, yes, that one kind of was uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, it World was. War Two, but that he's like to eliminate all wars based on race. I mean, how many fucking wars are there based solely on race? No, like, uh, you're Mexican. I'm gonna come fucking. I'm coming after you. Well, yeah, but if you think it can happen, there's always there's political and economical reasons yeah it's not based solely on a race but no but like before like like a thousand years ago like when countries are going to war essentially like you know i mean realistically the english were mostly you know realistically in the history of war a lot of them have been based on a group of people disagreeing with the way of life of another group of people yeah the way of life not their race I know, but that doesn't have to do with their had to do with their belief systems and stuff like that. Not because they had fucking darker skin. Yeah, and I don't think it was necessarily skin color that he was talking about race. I think that the term race was different because most Jewish people were white. Yeah. Right, but Hitler said that the Germans were of the Aryan race. They were also white, but they hated the Jews. There is different races, right? So it's not just. Skin color that determined race. No, it's their eyes and their hair too. Yeah. Well, well, and their nose and all kinds of other shit. It just... That's racist. <laughs> I got a big nose. No, it's not. I can say that. So I don't know uh, if, that, if that's how that works. I, don't... I have a giant schnoz. I can I can slam <laughs> Jewish people. I just think that I the term race now means skin color, but I don't think at this when... time. I don't think that it was necessarily no the term used to mean skin color back in like the 70s and 80s now it just means whatever the fuck you want it to right actually yeah. i had a I, I laughed at somebody's comment on facebook the other day like just instead of laugh a like i went to laugh yeah it was this black chick i didn't even know who you know i didn't even look at her profile she literally messaged me and called me a racist for laughing at her comments <laughs> <laughs> i had a pretty good chuckle about that um, but really, like, if you think about race, it, we're, we're the human race. A race, yeah. a race is a species. And there, we, there's little subsets with inside. Not necessarily. There's no, there's, there's no different race. Like, racism, that term doesn't even make any sense because we, we'd have, if you were racist against somebody, you'd be racist against another race. I don't, I guess I don't not know the, the human de- race. I guess I don't know the definition of the word race. To me, I, and frankly, well, I don't care I, what it means to you. I, I think, want to know I the definition. I think the definition, like the human race, there's well, not different I races within that. within the human race. But that's a species. Race is pretty much species. Yeah. I don't know. That has always been. A race is a competition between between runners. Oh. Or <laughs> super helpful. Thanks. Oh. 
I don't know. Well, either then way, it really doesn't either make way, sense for people who are <laughs> stupid. But. How are you? At, what's the difference between a racer and a racist? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the winner or the loser? I don't You know? Oh. Well, there's but, not fucking, like, not a single one of these definitions says anything about what you would expect it to. It's got to be just a classification of It's all about racing, water or... currents, a ring-shaped groove or guide. Huh. But anyway, yeah, the hooting plan was uh, look at sound like look a real fruit cake. Look into it a little bit. They started carrying it out, and it like uh, ended up with just about as many people in concentration camps and stuff as the actual Holocaust itself, because all these Germans and supporters of the German nation and shit were ended up going into labor camps and mm. shit. And that's, yeah, it gets... Jeez. And then you can really spiral into how concentration camps during World War II didn't really exist. And no. people who claim that they survived the Holocaust are all liars and actors. And, boy, it gets real weird. <laughs> you can really spiral out of control mm. searching that shit. Yeah, I, I would think so. Well, boys, this is this episode is definitely not disappointed. Uh, we're at over two hours, I believe. I think, before, I think before we end it, we should... Uh, Talk about which which of these do you guys think is the most plausible? Nine Eleven and lizard people. I think. Project, <laughs> and, and lizard I think. Project okay, Northwoods. let's get rid of it. Like the Nine Eleven and JFK. Project Do, Northwoods, because we know that the outrageous happened. one. Let's uh, talk about. Yeah. So you're talking about between lizard people the, and the Hollow, hollow Earth. Earth. Uh, those were our two um, ones that are Mandela effects too, like uh, entering a. Another universe or someone time traveling. The most, uh, the most <sighs> likely between those three. Okay, so we're basing the Mandela effect on we've entered a parallel universe, or someone time traveled and caused the butterfly effect. Yeah, right. And then lizard people, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And then Hollow Earth, pretty self-explanatory. So, which one of those is the most plausible? Most plausible. Uh, I'm gonna go with lizard people. I'm gonna have to say Hollow Earth. Maybe I not think... in the aspect, maybe not in the way that we had talked about here, but I can see there being the Earth another hollow. another. Uh, I don't know about it being hollow. I could see there being another classification of humanoid creatures living below the surface of the Earth, but I don't believe that it's just we live on a shell that there is a hollow inside to. But I I believe that there could be a subterranean subculture of humanoid-like creatures before I believe that there are lizard people. Hmm. Cave, dwe- uh, quave, cave dwellers over lizards. Maybe the cave dwellers are lizards. I don't know. The mole people. The mole people, yeah. <laughs> I bet they don't even have eyes because it's dark under there. Oh, there's a sun down there. I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell tell you what. Why don't you like the naked listener, mole rats? Why don't you the listener, <laughs> you the listener, tell us what do you think is is the most plausible between those three: the Mandela effect, lizard people, or the Hollow Earth? Here's an here's another question though: if there are people inside the Earth, is it cold, so they ha- they're really furry, or is it actually warmer because they're closer to the molten core of the Earth? So they're actually like naked well, mole rats. If you look at like no geo, hair. if you look like the the Earth is after you get twelve feet down, it's like a steady fifty six degrees. Yeah, so. geothermal. Yeah, 
I'm thinking between the between 56, you would have a lot of hair if you lived in a constant state of 56 degrees. Well, yeah, but all the lava down there keeps so it warm. So would that make man. you hairier? No, all the lava keeps him warm. That's just but if it's lava's 56, a theory though. Lava's if, not everywhere. Right. But if it's 56 degrees, well, there's like there's you would like, be cold if you're like, naked. There's like cold parts. Why do you think they're naked if they're human? If they're humanoid people, it's a why super do you think intelligent race. Did you know that there's theories that that's, that's where Atlantis is? That's just racist. Now you think just because they're subterranean people, they're stupider than we are, and you're superior. Oh to yeah, them? you got something real on, cool. You got Johnson. something on the real Earth cool. People? No, but guess what? <laughs> the evolution of human people has created hair in places that it is to keep them warm, and you wear fucking clothes every day. So don't tell me that all of a sudden these fucking people are so smart that they just magically changed their evolution cycle to be thirty years. So all of a sudden they just don't need fucking hair in places because they. They wear clothes. You, you don't know how it is to live under the earth, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You don't know. If they're uh, humanoid, they would follow the same evolutionary patterns that we would. If they lived up here. They live inside the fucking earth, guys. That's why I'm asking if they would be hairier or hairless. Because would it be because would it be warmer there. down there than it is up here, or would it be colder? Well, if there's a sun inside the earth, I would say it'd be pretty. I don't think that I. I would say it'd be pretty fucking warm. I'm presuming that there is no sun inside the earth. I'm saying they live in caves. Is it colder or is it a constant? Okay, it's a constant fifty-six degrees. Would that make them hairier? That doesn't. That, you're not saying you don't believe in a hollow earth then. I, I mean, believe, caves oh doesn't. God, okay, boys. Caves doesn't count as a hollow earth. We're talking about a hollow fucking earth. I don't believe in hollow earth then. Okay. I believe in a subterranean. Yeah, those are two different things. Of people. Okay. Mole people. I believe okay. that there are mole people under the earth. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> That's then. Then out. Of, then out of. Then out of. The, <laughs> then out of. The, out of the three. If you don't uh, believe in hollow earth, I don't believe there that the earth is hollow now. Which one do you believe then? I'll go with Mandela effect. You think we're we've so crossing into a par- realities, passing into a parallel universe is more possibly likely than having the Earth. I think be it is hollow, just as fucking likely. Mm. I, I don't mean, know what's wrong with lizard people, but I just don't. <laughs> nope. Shape shifting. Have you seen the videos? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and a lot of them are not very convincing. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's let's call it a let's call episode 69 to a close. This we want to hear your guys thoughts in the comments on yeah. this one. Tell us what you thought. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? What do you think the most likely one is? Where do um, they comment? Uh you can comment either on our Facebook or the website or the YouTube or um I think you can even comment on uh Podbean if you happen to be listening over there. Um or our, uh, our website. Listen to the show on the listen website. to the show tab. You click on boop the episode that you want. There's boop. a comment section. Right there. Boop. Right there. And then you can even go over to the forum and join uh tell people over there what you liked about the show. And uh, kind of converse with with other like-minded people over there. So make sure you check that out. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you like to help support us, you can go over to our subscribe star and search "Life Short, Live Free." You can find us over there. You can donate to the show for as little as fifty cents an episode, less than a cup of coffee, and you also get uh, rewards for doing that. You get uncensored podcasts, early access to stuff, um, prizes every now and then. We do giveaways. There's all sorts of stuff depending on um, what tier you want to join. 
So go over there and check that out. We we greatly support. We appreciate that as well. So also make sure you check out our sponsors, Ballistic Imagery, BallisticImagery.com, as well as ShyWorks.com. Um, you can check out their social medias as well. And uh, make sure you join us every other Wednesday night live on our wait on our Facebook and uh, website. Actually, we want you to watch on our website. We're trying to get more people moved over there and get away from the from the commie censorship of the of big tech. So. Um, you want to check out that on Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time. You can join in on the conversation, have some beers with us. So that's about it, boys. Did I, uh, did I miss anything? No, nope. don't believe so. Another way to support us other than uh, subscri- subscribe star, if you don't want to do a monthly thing, you can always head over to lifeshortlivefree.com and go to our shop page. Mm-hmm. Pick up some merchandise. we got T-shirts, stickers, patches. Uh, patches. Let's go, Brandon. Patches, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's another way to support us. Absolutely. It's always greatly appreciated. All right, boys. That was a fun one. We will be back in two weeks. Make sure you join us on Wednesday night. And until then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. And repeal the NFA. I didn't say mine yet. Defund the NFA. Defund the ATF. I'm drunk. And let's get rid of the CIA. Yeah. (laughs) Overthrow the government. Yeah. Blizzard people. We're going to jail. We're going to jail.